Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. This concludes our show. Thank you for listening to NABWIC, the National Association of... We are so excited to have you listening to NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction blog talk radio show. Please call, text, or email family, business associates, or friends and tell them that we are on the air right now. Or they can join us on the Internet by logging in to www.blogtalkradio.com slash NABWIC or by phone at 714-459-3918 and press 1 to join our conversation with questions or comments. Please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Don't forget to follow us by liking our page and post your questions or comments. NABWIC's intent is to always go into the high schools and colleges to encourage our young black girls and women to enter into the construction industry and to take interest into the STEM programs that are offered. We encourage you to listen to this show or past shows on the Internet by logging in at www.blogtalkradio.com slash N-A-B-W-I-C. Thank you, and we're back. And good morning. My name is Ann McNeil, the master builder, helping to build stronger and better lives and legacies. And as the founder of the National Association of Black Women in Construction, I am excited today like I am excited every time I have an opportunity to come on and share with you one of our NABWIC members. Sisters in the Spirit is who we are. When you think about having an opportunity to travel abroad, when you think about having an opportunity to share with family and friends the experiences of traveling abroad, when you think about living a better quality of life in every area of your life as a person who's in the construction industry, when you think about a person who helps to build sustainable communities and families and companies, when you think about a person who's dedicated their life to financial empowerment through their profession, one name comes to my mind, and that is none other than our NABWIC Detroit Chapter President, Ms. Tylene Henry. Tylene Henry and her family traveled to Dakar, Senegal this summer, and we're having her on again uh, to talk about this time her travels. She's been on before, but Tylene, I want to welcome you to the show, but what I'd like to have you do first is share with our listening audience a little about yourself and your son, Anthony Cameron, and then let's talk about the purpose of the trip. Where did you go? What were some of the experiences? And I've had an opportunity to travel with my children when they were very small, starting first, second grade. And I know it's a phenomenal experience as they grow older. So welcome to the show again. And can you share with our audience a little bit? (laughs) Thank you. Share with us a little about who you are and how did you get to this point, and then we'll come up to talk about the trip. 
Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. It's always a pleasure to be in company uh, with uh, my NABWIC uh, sister and to be able to uh, be a part of this organization. Uh, I am an entrepreneur. I've been, um, I, 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 I kind of uh, punched out of, uh, <laughs> of corporate America a little over three years ago now, and um, it's been an incredible journey, which has brought me here to this point. Uh, and, you know, as you mentioned, I am a financial advisor, so I really do enjoy helping individuals, families, and businesses uh, to be able to achieve their financial goals of well-being and success, but more importantly, to be informed, find, informed as they're making these decisions. So it's not just about telling people what to do, but really helping them to be clear on, uh, you know, to encourage them to document what their goals are and giving them the information they need to make informed decisions. And I believe that's the key to sustainability. Uh, and that led me down the path of, of consulting and community engagement and outreach because I realized that there was a, a huge disparity in access to ideas, resources, and relationships, and that that was causing um, the disparity, the socioeconomic disparity. Um, and so, you know, I had some goals that I wanted for myself to achieve. And one of those major goals, um, in, addi in addition to being um, a positive impact in the community and helping to empower people um, mentally, financially, um, and from a, a, a connectivity standpoint to resources, um, but also something that I wanted to do personally for my family was to be able to, to travel. And, and one of the top places that on my list that I wanted to be able to go was to Africa. And um, I was just really focused on growing my business and focused on being able to help my family, my son, to be able to be exposed to some things that he might, may not ordinarily be exposed to because I believe that's the key and the gateway. Um, and, you know, I had the opportunity to meet an amazing woman, Dr. Cheryl Simmons, uh, a little over a year ago at an ABE, uh, African Americans in Energy Scholarship Banquet. And we connected and I learned about the great work she was doing with youth to help them to learn how to advocate for clean water and sanitation as a human right. And I instantly wanted to get involved and support um, her and, and the youth in any way that I could. Um, and I'm going to let my son, Anthony Cameron, tell you about, um, you know, how he went to, we went to a, it was a celebration of the work that they had done in Chile and the students had experienced success in um, visiting a water treatment facility and reviewing their model for clean water and sanitation. And so we went to this program and uh, we were just blown away. So Anthony, can you just tell how you got involved with you for global health and social justice? Hi, I'm Anthony Cameron. I'm in the eighth grade. And how I got involved with Youth for Global Health is basically we went to an event to, while they were celebrating them going to Chile. And, well, I, we met Dr. Uh, Simmons, and we met Miss Beverly, and we met Miss um, Rhonda. And they they liked how I was acting around them. They liked how I was being a gentleman. And they liked how nice I was. And they were, they said, uh, how would you like to be in Youth for Global Health? And they did say that I was going to be the youngest one there. But since I like challenges, I was like, yeah, I do kind of, and then I do kind of want to help. 
advocate. Um, and when we got to Senegal, it was like, I guess all the hard work paid off because I was able to help a lot of people. And that was the best feeling in the world. And I just want to thank everybody who supported us, especially Dr. Simmons, because without them, we probably would never have been going on the trip in the first place. And I know it was my mom's dream to take me to Africa. So I'm very thankful. Wow. Wow. Colleen, this is amazing. When you think about the impact that this will have on his life and his thoughts, you said something very interesting, being a positive impact for the community. And I'd like to ask your son, Cameron, what do you think you would like to do based upon what you've experienced? What are your thoughts about what's next for you in this regard? Um, what I've experienced in Senegal was some parts were amazing and some parts I just felt like I was just so privileged and I was like, they just changed how I see the world. So I guess what would be next for me is trying to help more people and appreciate everything I get because I know some people will never get that. Wow, could you say, could you say that again, please? Could you just say that part about uh, just the appreciation? Because I think, can you tell everybody how old are you first? I'm 13, going to the eighth grade. 13 years, 13 years old, and you see how this trip has changed how you see the world. You see now how, wow, you now see how fortunate you are. And I would probably guess that you may now have a different perspective on your mom and what she had to do has to do and will continue to do to help give you the best that she can. Can you share with us your thoughts about how you feel now coming back and seeing things differently? Um, I feel, like I said, thankful, but I also feel like, I don't know how to explain it. I feel like it's my responsibility and duty to help help the world, and also I'm just really thankful for my mom because I realize how much she's just because most of all, she, she just helps me so much along the way. And sometimes I take that for granted, but I know that it's she, she just wants to help me as much as I can, as she can, because she knows that she's not going to be here yeah. forever. And she wants me to just soak all this in and grow me up as fast as I can so I can eventually not take her place but be better. Wow. Wow. So, Tylene, what happens next now regarding the impact of your organization in your local community? Because we know that all politics are local. 
And I think volunteering is also local when we think about what we can do when we are involved in national, international, statewide, but also local activities that relate to being able to change the lives of our communities first. So what's next regarding the organization that's been a sponsor of the event? So, um, you know, we have an amazing leader, Dr. Cheryl Simmons, who's well-traveled. And, you know, under her leadership, I would, I, I'm very confident that we will continue to um, wrap our arms around youth and help them to gain exposure um, on, you know, a global level to some of um, challenges that people are, are facing across the world um, to empower them to know that they have an, a, a voice um, because they're our future. And when we talk about diversity, we talk about inclusion, it really takes relationships in order for that to occur. Um, and one of the things that I really learned and grew from as a result of the trip is just learning that, you know, leadership has so many different aspects. And in order to be a good leader, you must be a good follower. And um, being able to really uh, t um, grow uh, personally and, prof and professionally as a result of, you know, excellent leadership as we, you know, took, you know, students, people, children across the world um, safely and brought them back. So, so definitely the next steps are continue to advocate uh, for clean water and sanitation as a human right, continue to um, have conversations about health and the importance of access to, you know, clean water and how that impacts your health and your overall well-being. Being. And then also, you know, continuing to um, help our youth and communities understand that the world is much larger than our block or our community or our neighborhood. Um, and, you know, many people will say, hey, we've got water issues here in some of the Detroit schools. We have water issues in Flint, and that's very true, and we're just as passionate as, you know, about those issues. Um, but I think for our children to truly be – to really not they, – they already have the power, but for them to truly recognize their power – and to exercise their power, they really have to have these experiences in which they're taken out of their, their, their comfort zones and their environments, and they can see, you know, what's going on, you know, 18,000, 20,000 miles away from where they live, and they can see how they can have an impact, you know, how their presence, how their voice, how, um, how their research, how the, re the relationships that they've developed. Um, that they can have a voice. And the kids develop relationships um, with students from South Africa. They develop relationships with students from Senegal. Um, they had the opportunity to serve. Um, they had the opportunity to um, really explore um, the, the culture of Senegal and the people and to see the beauty. You know, there, there, there was some there was a lot of um, disparity. You know, you saw, you know, a, a, a large a population of people in a very small place, uh, space with um, some resources that are scarce, but some resources that were plentiful. Um, but to experience that, um, I, I, I think that is something that you you, you cannot um, put into words. But 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 we're looking forward to continuing to help students to gain that exposure so that they can be advocates and help to be global citizens and promote you know. Um, 
promote, you know, awareness of, of health and, and the necessity of clean water and sanitation, you know, for everyone, because everyone deserves that. We're going to go to a commercial break for a moment, Colleen, and when we come back, we're going to talk about the NABWIC mission and our vision and how it ties into the trip that you took in terms of what we're looking to do as we create strategic partnerships. So I, I, I'm just still in a state of awe uh, just listening to your son, but we are going to go to a commercial break, and we will be right back. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Good morning. You are listening to NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction blog talk radio show, founded to increase the national awareness of black women in the construction industry. NABWIC is the charge and takes the charge for black women to advocate for further opportunities to its members. Our mission as a core foundation is to strengthen the building blocks of new educational, entrepreneurial, professional, and social network connections. The vision of NABWIC is to build long-lasting strategic partnerships with first-rate organizations and individuals that will provide groundbreaking and innovative solutions for black women in construction and their respective communities. We invite you to call or text or email family, business associates, or friends and tell them that we are on the air right now. Or they can join us on the Internet by logging in to www.blogtalkradio.com slash N-A-B-W-I-C or by phone at 714-459-3918 and press 1 to join our conversation with questions or comments. And we are back. We're back talking with Colleen Henry. She is the president of the Nabwick Detroit chapter. And we're talking also with her son as they share their experiences from their trip to Dakar, Senegal. And when you think about the mission and the vision, our vision as NABWIC members, our vision is to build strong, lasting strategic partnerships with organizations and individuals that provide groundbreaking and innovative solutions for black women in the construction industry and our respective communities. And, Tylene, I believe that this trip, this radio broadcast, this experience is an excellent example of our NABWIC vision. And so when you talk about what's coming up next for your local community, I'd like to challenge you and your chapter to consider creating a NABWIC strategic partnership with the organization that you took the trip with, because I also understand from your son that a couple of other NABWIC members were on the trip and their focus is water. So can you share with us a little about who they are, what they do, and the impact that this trip had on them as it relates to what they do as a, as a contractor and as a NABWIC member? 
Absolutely. Well, the first thing I want to say is that just to tie all these pieces together, I believe that when you truly have a passion and a desire for something, that if that passion and desire is strong and you have faith, it's backed by faith, that the people and the resources will continue to come to you. And um, I think it's so powerful how, you know, I had the opportunity to connect with Dr. Simmons and Youth for, who, who is the founder and director of Youth for Global Health and Social Justice. Um, you know, a few years prior, I had the opportunity to connect with you, um, you know, and, and short, then connecting with the, the ladies at W.P. Stevens. And it's, it's been um, a supernatural type of atmosphere in that the positive energy, the encouragement, the support, and having being on one accord, you know, connecting with people, organizations of power that understand the value of uplifting and supporting the people in our communities. And that it's not just about a, a big name or big corporation or, or millions of dollars, but it's really about the value that people have. And that if we can help people to recognize and acknowledge and see what's already there, that we can just really have an impact not only on our communities but on the world. And so um, the, 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 uh, the organization um, that you were mentioning is W.T. Stevens Construction, and they're out of Flint, Michigan. And um, one night I was up uh, scrolling through some news, and I saw this beautiful, beautiful uh, black woman on a, press, on a press release and how they were, restor- they were uh, restoring the red, the, the replacing the lead service lines in Flint, Michigan. And they had received one of the largest contracts ever awarded to an African-American um, contractor in, in Flint, Michigan. Uh, and I, I was just totally blown away. And I said, this is the encouragement that we need here because NABWIC was just forming in the Detroit area. And, you know, when you're growing and maybe you don't have the resources and you don't have a family that's been in the business for, you know, 200 years and, you know, a huge bankroll, it can be discouraging trying to grow your business and and build within the community and hire people in the community. And I said, okay, if if I can get these folks to come and speak to NABWIC and get people to join and and hopefully we can get some synergies going and some leadership. And and when I reached out to uh, Rhonda Grayer, she was more than willing to connect with me. We met, we broke bread together, and she told me how blessed they were to be able to have the opportunity that they had and how they were, they had a duty, had a responsibility to uplift their community and to seek out people within their community to train and to hire to be able to benefit from the blessing that they had received. You know, and they, they, they were very, she was very passionate about how her father, who founded the business, um, I think maybe I want to say 30 years ago, um, how he, he has such great relationships in the community that, you know, it, he had a, um, a reputation for quality service um, and for um, good customer service and just quality workmanship that, you know, they were able to leverage relationships to help them with some of the things that they were going to be needing to, to complete the project. And I just, I was just blown away by it and their heart to serve and their heart to, to, um, you know, develop and grow their business as well as their community, meaning no one left behind um, going out of their way to work with 
organizations like in Michigan Works and, you know, in the job course to get people in, to give them opportunity to benefit. And the fact that they really, you know, understand because that's their hometown, the trust that's, that had been violated. And the fact that they want, they stepped up to the plate to be responsible to, to, to alleviate uh, that pain and to help to restore um, the situation, um, I, I just think it's amazing. And, and so when they uh, met Dr. Simmons and they learned about the global project, of course, they wanted to support and get engaged the best way that, you know, any way that they could. Um, and, and, and from there, you know, Dr. Simmons' leadership, we have just all continued to work together. And, and you know, I'm a volunteer, and so I'm, I'm just doing my part as a parent, as a facilitator, and, and facilitating some classes for the students and just helping with communications within the organization. Um, and, and it's just been incredible, incredible synergy, incredible energy. Um, Ms. Latasha Lawrence is also a leader within the organization. And, you know, when, when we all got together in the same room, I remember the first day, there was just this power that was there. And it was it was incredible, and it was this abundance mentality. And so, you know, I think that what can come out of this and the next steps are continuing to empower women, not just here in our local community, but on a national, on a global level. And so, identifying ways that we can help to empower women, not only here in the Detroit and Flint and Pontiac areas, but internationally. And so, just exploring how we can continue to to um, you know, share and advocate so that people are aware of what the needs are in some of these communities so that we can come together to bring resources because it's all about relationships and resources and we know that we can. And so it's just a matter of, of being organized and, you know, we've got an excellent leader in Dr. Simmons and hopefully there'll be continued opportunities to partner with other organizations strategically to make sure that the mission for youth for global health and social justice is uh, is carried out. Well, we have an excellent leader in you, Tylene. And so on behalf of all of our leadership and members, I want to thank you for the great work you're doing. We have a caller, and the last three digits of your number is 3828. Welcome to NAVWIC Talks. Did you have a question or comment? Yes, thank you very much. Good morning. This is uh, Jackie Perry, and I'm so uh, thrilled to be able to uh, join this call this morning, this uh, broadcast. So good morning, Colleen. Good morning, Ann. Good morning. Good morning. Now, listen, you can't Uh-oh. get away with just saying this is Jackie Perry, you yes. tell the world who you are, please. Yes. Well, Jackie Perry, uh, I am um, <laughs> a proud NABWIC member. Um, I belong to the Northeast Florida chapter here in Jacksonville, Florida. I am an entrepreneur with two companies, a consulting company, J. Perry and Associates, and a, um IT company. Uh, called Data Architect. So we are uh, just really, really thrilled to be in the company of great women like you all. And I'm so glad that I tuned into this broadcast uh, today because this is so interesting. And, Colleen, I, I just marvel at the way, well, at you 
and then at NAVIC and how we support our communities, not just locally, but internationally. And, uh, and that you, through this particular trip, have extended that opportunity to other NAVIC members. Now, I tuned in just a little bit late, so I may have missed just a little bit of it, but um, I heard that you've also, of course, gave that opportunity to your son to travel with you um, on this particular trip to Senegal. And my question is, how old is your son? And if you could share a little bit about his reaction to the trip and his engagement with others in that community. So I want to start with one uh, one little t- tweak. You know, he is the one who earned himself an opportunity to be a part of of this journey. Um, You know, he went to an event and he was himself, you know, introduced himself, said what he was interested in. And, you know, the leadership was um, impressed with his, you know, just his character and personality and energy. You know, when we first got there, they were getting a projector set up and he said, hey, is there anything I can do to help? You know, is there something that, you you know, need to, to have done? And that's his personality. That's how he is. And so, you know, I received a message um, from leadership saying to have him go online and apply, and he applied, and, you know, he got into the program. So, you know, I can't take credit for that. Um, I can take credit for putting him in the space. And so that's that relationships and resources in order for him to, to be considered for the opportunity, but it was definitely his own merit um, that he became a part of it. And then as far as his reactions, he shared some of those earlier, but just to, as a a parent, uh, a facilitator, um, a a global citizen, just to watch his growth, because he was in a different group. Um, We we had, the students had their individual chaperones, but to see his growth um, throughout this trip and his ability to be independent. Um, his ability to develop relationships with the people that were, um, you know, that were com- with the students that ca- that were involved internationally. So some of the students who came from South Africa, some of the students who were from Senegal. Um, to see those interactions, I was very proud and just, you know, really in admiration because he's, you know, the young. He was the youngest one in the group d- during this cohort. Most of the students were either. 15, 16, 17, and then we had a couple of students that were college students that were in their um, early 20s. Um, but but he communicated and he, you know, participated in everything that there was to participate in. Um, and never once um, did I see him hesitate to, you know, step up to any opportunity to um, to, to to help or to lead something. So. I was very proud of that, and then just his, his demeanor since we've been back, you know, um, it, it's just been amazing because I can tell that he truly appreciates, you know, coming home, getting into his bed, brushing his teeth with the water from the faucet, you know, having, you know, being okay with water and not like, oh, I need to have, you know, lemonade or juice or whatever it is. Like, there's really a different uh, or about him, a different presence about him, and 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 um, I, I I'm just I'm blown away by it, and I hope that it, it continues on, and that you know he can really uh, be uh, an example of 
you know, because he wasn't a bad, he was never a bad kid, you know, it's not like, oh, he, but he's just very different now and that I can tell that he truly appreciates um, the small things and understands how important just having water and food to eat on a daily basis is to his success um, in life and being able to take advantage of opportunities. So, you know, it's definitely had an impact on him and that he, he's noticing these things and he'll, he'll mention things to me just randomly, you know, that he appreciates and just saying, mom, I appreciate, you know, this opportunity. I know how hard you worked, you know, in order for us to be able to, you know, have the opportunity. So, it's it's great, and 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 I'm I feel so blessed and fortunate, and I I just pray, my pray and w- prayer and ri- wish is that, you know, whoever else has a desire to, to um you know take that journey to the homeland, that that they really do go after it relentlessly because it, it's definitely something that you couldn't the experience um and the difference that is made in our lives is not anything that we could put a price tag on. Well, thanks for uh, sharing. I certainly appreciate that when you mentioned that uh, he was actually the catalyst for engaging with the trip. It reminded me of a little portion of a uh, scripture that we so often read, that part that says, and they shall be led by a little child, you know, and um, and thanks for sharing about his reaction because uh, how many of us as parents would like to uh, – you know, experience or have our children experience what it's like to be, um, you know, on the other side of a situation. So sounds like he, he um, really took some lessons away. So that's great. Thank you so very much, Jackie, uh, fearless leader. This is an excellent example of our NABWIC members children's traveling, because as we remember last year, one of our members, Carolyn Modeste, her daughter was traveling to Australia, and many of our members helped support and sponsor that trip, similarly to the trip that Colleen's son, and I think what we're embarking upon here, whether we know it or not, when we talk about strategic partnerships, they're internal as well as external. Because why do we work, you know, as members and entrepreneurs if it's not also for our family, in addition to the people who depend on us to help make their livelihood? So I want to just challenge us, really, to let's start thinking more globally about our family members and possibly looking at ways to we, where we can continue this conversation and continue this strategic partnership as we look locally, statewide, nationally, and internationally in terms of the impact, positive impact that we can make. Tylene said something earlier, which I think is very powerful, and you talk about connecting with individuals and with people and the value that we bring, helping people and having a worldwide impact. And your son also said some very powerful things. And what I'd like to do is let's continue this conversation because we never know really the lives we're touching as one person impacts thousands, millions potentially. So we're going to prepare to wrap up our show. Tylene, I'm going to ask your son to come back on and give us some closing remarks. 
and then I'm going to ask you, Tylene, to come back on and give us some closing remarks. And, of course, our chair of this blog talk, Ms. Jackie Terry, our marketing chair. Jackie, I'm going to ask you, after everybody finished, to close us with some thoughts. We're going to go to a commercial, then we're going to come back with Cameron, Tylene, and the awesome... I'm sorry, Anthony, Anthony Cameron. Cameron's, I'm gonna, how about I start calling him Mr. Cameron? How about that? We're going to ask right. Mr. Cameron to come back first. <laughs> We're speaking those things as if they are. Who knows? He can become possibly, you know, an ambassador, maybe even the president of the United States. We're going to speak those things as, as though they are because I truly do believe that this is really where it starts. And uh, like, like, Jackie talked about being reminded. I'm reminded of taking my grandson on trips like this. I won't get into that. That's another show for another day. But when we look at the people that they are today, when we look at the people we are today, somebody prayed for us. Somebody thought about us. Somebody invested in us. Somebody cared for us. And now it's our pleasure and opportunity to pay it forward and do the same for some others. We're going to go to a commercial. And then we're going to prepare to go ahead and wrap up. This has been an awesome show. And, Jackie, as you know, we, we, uh, we're we going to extend the time a little bit so we can make sure we, we properly uh, prepare for these comments. So hang in here with us, everybody. We'll be right back after our commercial. We are so excited to have you listening to NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction blog talk radio show. Please call, text, or email family, business associates, or friends and tell them that we are on the air right now. Or they can join us on the Internet by logging in to www.blogtalkradio.com slash NABWIC or by phone at 714-459-3918 and press 1 to join our conversation with questions or comments. Please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Don't forget to follow us by liking our page and post your questions or comments. NABWIC's intent is to always go into the high schools and colleges to encourage our young black girls and women to enter into the construction industry and to take interest into the STEM programs that are offered. We encourage you to listen to this show or past shows on the Internet by logging in at www.blogtalkradio.com slash N-A-B-W-I-C. Thank you, and we're back. All right, we're back. So we're going to go to Mr. Cameron, Anthony Cameron, that is, and ask him to give us some closing comments or some thoughts uh, that he'd like to share. Then, Tylene, after he finished, we'll, we'll ask you to do the same. And, Jackie, uh, if you can hang in here with us, please, we're going to ask you to do the same. And then we'll prepare to wrap up the show. So, Mr. Anthony Cameron. I, I just want to thank um, everyone who helped us, Dr. Simmons, um, Youth for Global Health as a whole. And I'm looking forward to being an advocate for clean water and sanitation. And overall, it was an amazing trip. So I'm looking forward to be just just keep getting better. And I'm looking forward to be a great man when I get 
when I in the future. All right, Cameron, thank you. And I want to say that I believe you're a great man for our future, so thank you. And Ms. Tylene. Uh, I want to, again, thank uh, Dr. Cheryl Simmons, uh, Ms. Latosha Lawrence, uh, with you for Global Health and Social Justice for the incredible opportunity, um, for the passion around their mission and vision for the organization, and for welcoming um, my son and I into their their family and their organization, um, and for continuing to sow into us and to the communities that we serve and seek to serve. Um, I also want to thank W.T. Stevens Construction for their um, support during the journey um, and for their continuous passion and desire around um, restoring the faith, confidence, and well-being for the people in uh, the city of Flint, Michigan, and extending that to a global mission of advocacy and just being very genuine uh, people that are, are not about self, but for fulfilling um, the mission that God has placed um, for them. Uh, and then I also like to share and say that I'm thankful for you, Miss Ann McNeil, and, uh, you know, since our meeting, you continuously um, helped me to think bigger and to expand my thinking and scope um, and to really realize the power that I have and the strengths that I have and, and how much, um, you know, I actually have done and how much I can do in the future. So I thank you for helping me to really grow in my thinking and develop um, personally and professionally, because I believe that that is, you know, a part of how I got to this opportunity and experience to be able to serve and to be able to help, um, you know, my son to, you know, go to our homeland. Um, being 15, being a, I, I have Senegalese ancestry, so standing in that doorway of no return um, in the slave houses, slave house on Gory Island, it was. Um, an emotional journey over to the island, but I had a sense of victory to stand there and know that years, hundreds of years have gone by, but I made it back. I made it back. My son made it back, and it was on our terms. And to know that we are empowered to do the things and the desires of our heart, and the only thing that stands in our way is typically the lack of access to the ideas and, and the, the closed thinking. Anyone can achieve, you know, that journey and can get to where they're going, but you have to have the confidence to have faith and passion around getting the things accomplished that we want to have done. So I just feel so incredibly empowered, and I am so excited about the next steps of continuing to help be a resource uh, within the organization and continuing to see my son grow so that he can carry the torch. So thank you for this opportunity to share this experience this morning, and I'm looking forward to continuing the conversation in the future. Wow. Right. I almost thought I was on that Thinking Grow Rich show. I'm sorry, Jack. I just had to make I was saying to Tylene, I almost for a moment thought I was on that uh, Thinking Grow Rich mastermind principle of success radio show and as I listen to Tylene give her comments about the ideas and the lack thereof and the self confidence and the imagination. I'm so excited excited. So Jackie, yes ma'am, please if you would share your final comments. Thank you. 
Yeah, uh, thank you, Anne, uh, again, for the opportunity. And my, my comments are, are brief. Again, I'm just so uh, glad that I uh, was able to tune into this uh, broadcast and just experience firsthand how our experiences as NAVWIC women help us build those strategic partnerships and relationships. And again, uh, you know, not just locally, but globally, as Colleen has already mentioned, uh, and the fact that we impact so many industries, and in this case, uh, clean water and uh, education. And then again, as we've already said, how, uh, again, for what they did, uh, Colleen and uh, Mr. Cameron, how it's helping us empower our next generation as well. So. It's just a powerful thing. So who knows what just, you know, a trip uh, can do. It's a, it's a, uh, not just a trip, but something very impactful. So, uh, Tylene, just want to say hats off to you and to your son. And then lastly, I just want to say, because it is such an impactful story, and it just extends, again, just to you and your son, but you mentioned other NAVWIC members, you know, and, and a global community, I would be uh, honored, and I think we just have to uh, also recount this particular uh, story in our newsletter. So, Colleen, if you don't mind, I would like to reach out to you separately. Maybe we can get some pictures, um, you know, a couple of other uh, quotes. But uh, let's share this with our broader community because that's what we've been Absolutely. thinking about, you know, reaching on. So, uh, once again, my hat's off to you all, and always, Ms. Ann, thank you so much for being, you know, again, the catalyst for NAVWIC and providing us with the platform for everything that we do. All right. Thank you, ladies, and thank you, Mr. Cameron. And I want to add to your comment, Jackie, that we should also include in that highlight, uh, again, Another one of our NABWIC members, Carolyn Modest, not only took her daughter last year, we supported her last year, she went again this year and won uh, in her age and her range in Australia uh, international golf. And I think she's oh, 16. Oh, I think she's 16 or something like that. So we can also look at having her and her mom on the show and look at highlighting them in our newsletter, NABWIC, NABWIC Talks newsletter. So this is very exciting. And I think, again, we're embarking upon a new area because we do what we do every day for our families, and there's no better way to honor that than to highlight it. So with that, we're going to go ahead and close the show. My name is Ann McNeil, and I am the master builder, helping you to build stronger and better lives and legacies for your business. Thank you, and we're going to see you next week right here on NABWIC Talk as we talk to another member, sponsor, partner, or guest. Good morning. You are listening to NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction blog talk radio show founded to increase the national awareness of black women in the construction industry. NABWIC is the charge and takes the charge for black women to advocate for further opportunities to its members. 
Our mission as a core foundation is to strengthen the building blocks of new educational, entrepreneurial, professional, and social network connections. The vision of NABWIC is to build long-lasting strategic partnerships with first-rate organizations and individuals that will provide groundbreaking and innovative solutions for black women in construction and their respective communities. We invite you to call or text or email family, business associates, or friends and tell them that we are on the air right now. Or they can join us on the Internet by logging in to www.blogtalkradio.com slash N-A-B-W-I-C or by phone at 714-459-3918 and press 1 to join our conversation with questions or comments.